This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm on the Living Arts of Tulsa podcast today and visiting with artist Drew Davis. Drew, thanks so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is great. I was going to mention, we were talking a little bit before the interview, and so I wanted to, before I ask you about your artwork and about your perspective, uh, and I'm hoping maybe this is, and this is something that might lead to uh, just hearing a little more about your approach. Uh, I actually saw some of your abstract works at uh, Remember Exhibit, uh, actually the month before, I guess this was in February, if I remember. February, yeah. Yeah. And I just have to say that it just like it struck me, the work struck me so much, even from a distance. And there again, I don't know if I'm using the right words, but the textures were just like literally even from a distance as I approached the work were just like really reached out and really just kind of hit me where I live. So I thought I might start out just to hear a little bit about your process and anything you might share just about that, you know, in terms yeah. of that quality of your work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was actually my very first art show I've ever uh, been in. Mm. And so, the, the works that were in that were actually the first first works that I've actually put in an art show before. Everything else was just for, you know, for my benefit. Um, but yeah, texture is something that um, I've gotten to be super acquainted with. Um, it's something that before I, you know, that's like the first parts of my, uh, my work is that laying down that texture. Um, and then again, it was nice to hear your perspective seeing it, but I wanted that to come through being able to look at it and not only see colors, but be able to visually see the texture um, without having to, to touch it or anything like that. So. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I was going to ask maybe as far as uh, just any inspiration for that in terms of just getting an idea of your process and what speaks to you as you're creating those textures, maybe just understanding a little bit more about what's happening at a deeper level with you, you know, yeah. maybe why that speaks to you. Um, you know, I've just kind of always liked the way one way, the way it looks. Um, I feel like sometimes with, with my art, if it doesn't have any texture to it, um, it doesn't, doesn't speak as, as loudly. Um, growing up, I used to want to be an architect major. Um, so I enjoyed the architecture of stone, um, and brick and just the textures that just as buildings itself, um, concrete, um, that kind of stuff, the textures that those brought. And so I kind of want to portray that in my art um, and just, you know, just that kind of work um, really played a lot to do with me loving just having texture in my, in my pieces. Um, and people would, would tell me that, um, you know, just, I, I love the texture that you have on there. Um, and I feel like that's just another way um, doing abstract art besides color that you can really, really speak to people. Yeah. And I was going to say too, do you tend to, and this is just in there and I don't want to put you on the spot, and it's just kind of coming up in the moment. Do you tend to kind of do those textures make you feel something? Or I don't, um, I don't know. Maybe it's possible to put that into words. Or yeah, uh, not necessarily. Um, you know, when I when I'm doing it, it's something that I just play with over and over and over again until you know it satisfies me in uh, whatever way that may be. Um, it is hard to put into words, um, but it's kind of one of those things that when you know when you know it's right, you know, and then that's kind of where that stops at. Yeah. And I was going to ask you too, just maybe to get some sense of what it was like for you, you know, actually exhi exhibiting art at, at the Remember exhibit, just maybe hearing a little bit about what that was like for you and maybe some interactions that you may yeah. have had with folks and just kind of what that felt like. Yeah. Um, honestly, it was super nerve wracking. Um, I've never had art displayed somewhere where, you know, people are looking at it and you know, they're either a critiquing it in their heads or they're critiquing it out loud. Um, and to 
I actually sat outside the exhibit for probably 10 or 15 minutes just trying to get up the the umph to go in there and see my stuff hanging where people could see it because that was the first time you know besides my Instagram account that people actually um, were viewing my art so um, it was nerve-wracking but it was a it was a good kind of nerve-wracking um, and then to go in there and kind of quickly walk through and then maybe step out and then come back again um, and kind of get a different perspective when you're not um, so you know your nerves aren't so worked up um, but I really enjoyed it I thought it was it was a blast and it was very well done yeah and was there any as far as any any interesting comments or interactions that you may have had with with folks who were who were and I realize that these, sometimes these events you've got a lot of people moving around but I didn't know if there's anything you know particularly memorable or just about the, any interactions with people uh, you know, uh, during that evening yeah no I, I ran into a few people dropping off my artwork um, that were also dropping off theirs the same day um, and getting to talk with them just kind of one about their pieces um, and then hearing, you know, their, their comments about, about my pieces. Um, it really, it made, it made you feel good. Um, again, you know, people will, will say what they want to say about them. Um, but you know, face to face, I feel like their artists are pretty upfront and honest. I feel like, and if they, if they don't have anything good to say, they usually probably won't say it to your face. And so, <laughs> um, I think, I think it was nice to hear, hear from other people and, and what they had to say. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find yourself looking forward to having an opportunity to do to, uh, to do an exhibit like this again, or maybe or maybe it's something different, but just having the opportunity to to put your work out there, you know, with the public? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think uh, the more I do it, the more comfortable I'll be with it, um, and it's um, it's one of those things that I think I just have to work myself into. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, displaying those more. Um, maybe during the art crawl because that's what Tulsa's um, that Friday, that first Friday of every month, that's a big thing that they do. Um, and I knew from the get go, I I've been to those multiple times. And I said, if I had to have my work in any of these buildings, the living arts building is where I think my work would, would best fit. Um, and so to actually get it in there um, and just that whole process, I'd, I'd love to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. And then I was going to ask as well, this is kind of just coming up in the moment as I was visualizing when you were talking about how, you know, kind of going out of the building, coming back in and just having a different perspective. I'm, I'm kind of wondering did, the way you view your own work. Did it, uh, did it seem different to you in any way? Seeing, you know, seeing it up on the wall at the gallery versus, you know, you've got it at home at the studio. Yeah, I think, I think seeing it up against um, other works of art um, really was different than just seeing it in my own home by myself. Um, and sometimes I feel like you have a tendency to critique your own work when it's sitting next to, you know, somebody else that clearly knows what they're doing and have clearly have been doing it for a super long time. Um, and so, um, it, it brought a lot of different emotions, um, mm. which I think artists go through a lot with their work in general. There's phases of, um, you know, phases that you go through when you're painting, sometimes you hate it then you'll love it, then you'll hate it. Um, and I got to the point where I loved all my work and that's why I put them in there. And then when you see them in there, sometimes you're kind of like, eh, I don't know if I really like the way this looks now, but um, <laughs> I think it was just going kind of going back and forth and just getting comfortable with it being, being in there and being viewed. Um, but I definitely, I definitely liked it being in there. Yeah. This is so interesting because I have talked to numerous artists over the years and this is really what you're bringing up is very interesting. I never really thought about this before in terms of the, kind of the chain, the vacillations or, or the oscillations 
of changing between maybe really loving something and as you say maybe hating it for your yeah. different reasons they're strongly disliking or whatever that is uh i guess i'm almost wondering have you do you in some way in some ways as an artist and there again i realize everyone is different is there a kind of a process of kind of making your peace with that or just kind yeah. of getting to where you kind of embrace that as far as those changes and how you yeah. feel about it yeah no i think it's definitely a process i need to go through in order to get to that final piece uh, um because i don't i don't think there's a piece that i've done that i haven't went through those steps and so um with abstract art it's one of those things where um, it doesn't necessarily have a meaning to it and so you're kind of just getting lost in the piece and trying to at some point feel peace about it um and that's kind of it's one of those things when you know you know um and it eventually gets to a resting point where you're like i'm not going to touch it <laughs> because if <laughs> i touch it, i'm probably going to mess it up again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting that you say that too, because I was just thinking, and, you know, and not being someone who's created art, uh, it seems to me like if you're doing something figurative, you know, I think maybe, I guess you have something that is more definite in terms of okay, this is done, or this is you know, this is where I need to be. Absolutely. And I just I find it so interesting that you can have that sense with an abstract piece, in other words, where you just and I've heard other abstract artists say that before. And I just think that I really love that. I've always been a huge abstract art fan myself and tend to gravitate much more to that than I do to figurative art. Not that there's anything wrong with figurative art, right, but it right. is so interesting to me how you just, you, you kind of have that sense. Is it almost like in your gut, you just kind of know that, it, that yeah. in terms of it being finished? Yeah, you just know. And I think there's sometimes even through that process, you may think it's finished um and then you mess with it some more but at the end you have to with abstract art you have to have a, a stopping point like you you could if you wanted to just keep going and going and going but you've got to realize okay th this is where i need to leave it at and move on to the next one <laughs> yeah is there ever kind of an urge maybe even though you kind of like for instance if you know intuitively that it's time and you're there is there sometimes kind of do you ever find yourself fighting against that in other words maybe there's part of you that does want to kind of keep going and see what happens or yeah especially the next day you know you may be finished that night and you come back to it in the morning and you look at it and you'd be like okay it's not done yet um i think you for me anyways i know it's done when the next day comes and the next day comes and i still don't want to you know do anything else with it so um usually i'll have you know something else i want to do to it if i come back but that's how i usually know yeah, I was going to yeah. say that in a lot of ways, I feel like that's about something. I realize there are things in life that we clearly know, you know, when we're done with things. But I really love this whole idea of some things in life, maybe we're really, we're, you know, we're not sure. And we just have to kind of make our peace with that or live with, as you say, you know, wake up every day and just and, and, and sort of do that gut check, so to speak. Yeah, you got you got to trust the process. And whenever you, you know, whenever you feel like it's, you know, take a step, a leap of faith and um when it's done it's done and i know it's kind of silly talking about leaps of faith with art but um sometimes i feel like that's kind of what you have to do in order to be at peace with where it's at yeah and i, and I guess that leads me to the next question is that's really coming up for me is you know in terms of just how you feel internally uh is this you know has this made it easier for you to be more at peace with just the process of life itself or just you know as far as with art with life different things about life yeah, I mean, um, art for me right now is just a, it's a hobby. Um, I'm not a full-time artist or anything. I have a full-time job working at a hospital. And so uh, my creative processes with art absolutely translate into 
um, my, my full-time job. Um, and I work with patients. And so I have to be creative in, in my line of work um, in order to get the best outcomes. Um, and so I think it does trans, I mean, my creativity with my art, um, translates definitely into my, my career. Yeah. And then do you find sometimes too, is that sort of a, uh, uh, you know, after, let's say for instance, after a stressful day at work, you know, do you, do you tend to find yourself looking forward to, or does that sometimes end up being a nice relief, you know, from what you're dealing with on a, on a day-to-day basis at work? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a stress reliever for me. Um, if I go too long without having done a painting, um, it, it, I get that itch to, to get back in there and, and do it because it, um, you do lose yourself in it and it does take away from your day to day, um, stresses. Um, and even if it's not really to, uh, do anything besides just kind of have a good time, uh, um, sit there and just, you know, just kind of get lost in, and do you for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And I really, as I say, I really applaud you too, because I realize it's, you know, I, I could see very, how you, very, it would be very easy to just create these things and maybe not share them with the world or maybe not be sure about it. And so I'm wondering in some ways, if this is really part of the process, you know, the actual, you know, actually being vulnerable and, and putting it out there and, and, and letting it see the light of day, so to speak. Yeah. That, that's a big part of it is just willing to accept the vulnerability um, and going outside your comfort zone to say, yeah, I could leave this in my house for, for me to enjoy. Um, but wh- why don't we let other people enjoy it? Um, and just kind of get that out of your head a little bit that you're the only one who does enjoy it. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's baby steps you got to take um, when you're first starting to get that out there and be okay with it being viewed publicly. Yeah. And then I guess kind of, to kind of complete the cycle, I'm also wondering uh, when you actually, let's say, for instance, when you went to pick up that work and then brought it back to your studio, uh, do you see any, any ways in which maybe you feel differently or see something different about those works, you know, kind of ending, you know, kind of completing that cycle? Yeah, I think, um, I think it brings a lot more uh, perspective um, from the, the phases that I did go through um, when painting those, because sometimes I don't like having to go through those phases. I wish I just loved it all the way through. Um, but seeing other people's artwork um, gave me inspiration um, to, you know, to do different things, um, but also just appreciate, you know, where your art's at um, and how far it's come um, and not necessarily compare um, to other people's work. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I was going to say, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think we're actually look. I'm looking at a, a uh, one of your works back behind you and yeah. we'd love to hear more about that and, and uh, just, just to, uh, to get a little more familiar with that. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, this was actually um, the first time I'd experimented with spray paint. Mm. Um, that was a medium that I had seen people use um, on social media. Um, it was something that I was, didn't know if I was comfortable with or not. Um, this was actually one of my least favorite pieces um, until closer to when that art show hit. Um, the process of doing it kind of took a wild turn. I did it actually in my garage. Um, and with spray paint, I didn't really know how to, to use it exactly, I guess. And I guess I somehow ended up spray painting a lot of my uh, garage floor um, with a light coating of spray paint and then had to clean it at, you know, two o'clock in the morning. Um, and so sometimes the processes you go through end up making you feel a certain way about it. Um, and I ended up not really enjoying it because of the process, um, like I feel like I kind of made a mistake. And so, um, but 
it's got the most feedback and I think the, the colors really stand out. Um, and I think a lot of people just interpret it um, differently, which is what I like. Yeah. And that's so interesting too, that this in just, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I would not guess at, you know, looking at this, it re, I would not guess if I had not met you or had not talked to you, I certainly wouldn't guess that this is one that there, you know, that there was some struggle with as far as how, you know, how you felt about it and, you yeah. know, just where you were internally with it. And so I find that very, and I appreciate you sharing that. Because yeah. that's so interesting to me that I think sometimes, you know, we see art and maybe we don't necessarily understand. And I realize if we're not able to talk to the artist, maybe we don't know that. But it's so right. interesting that I, I just never would have guessed that. I mean, looking at that, I just, that wouldn't, that just, that's, yeah, it's interesting how that works. Yeah, you're, you're the only one that knows your process you went through to get that end result. People just see the end result and love it for where it's at. Um, but they don't know the struggles and the mistakes and the mess ups and everything that led up to actually getting to where it was, you know, finally at. Yeah. Are there, are, are, were there times where you just kind of, what were, were, did you find yourself at a standstill where maybe there was a hesitancy to kind of continue it or to yeah. kind of take the next step? Yeah, no, I, I definitely uh, find myself doing that quite a bit. Some, sometimes it's days where I just, you know, I look at it and I still don't know what to do with it. So I'll come back the next day and look at it and still not know what to do with it. Um, and then there's other times that I finish a painting in a day, you know? Um, and so it, it differs for sure. Um, and I think the process of working with spray paint for the first time um, really made that one very difficult uh, for me because I was like, I don't know if this is going to turn out good, bad, or, you know, or what. So, yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting, too, because I almost as I'm looking at that, I'm almost getting a sense. And of course, I realize I'm looking at this, you know, via a you know remote computer connection. Right. It's almost like I'm getting the kind of the sense that there's almost like a uh, there. I mean, you can definitely kind of see, I guess what you'd call kind of a I mean, you can sense that there is paint kind of sprayed on there to a certain right. degree. I mean, there, there does look like there's what would you call this? I'm trying to know there's a word for this. Uh, not chaos, but just something that's like there's some. You see kind of, is, is there some randomness to that? In other words, when you were doing that, was it, yeah. you know, I assume that was there, was it hard to control that outcome to a certain yeah. degree? Um, yeah, I think spray paint's a, definitely a, a medium that it's going to take some time to get used to working with because I've seen a lot of spray paint artists who are fantastic at it. I'm just like, how do they do that? But it definitely takes practice and skill. Um, and for me, again, it was the first time. So um, blending stuff, um, spray paint blends a little bit better than some other mediums, um, because it's not as thick necessarily. Um, and so, um, it was, it was definitely a, a change for me. Yeah. And I was going to say, I also noticed a lot of motion there as well. And there again, I just made, I realized that, you know, everybody maybe sees a little something different, but I, I definitely do see a lot of, you know, especially the vertical orientation, you know, just right. a lot, a lot of motion there. Yeah. Even with abstract, I struggle with, you know, vertical or horizontal, you know, which way do I want to make this painting? Because um, it kind of says different things um, to me, depending on even just what angle it's being, being displayed at. Yeah. Um, and so. And then I was going to say too, it's so the other thing that I'm finding interesting is I'm looking at this. I'm also noticing some of the blue areas where there isn't any paint that it's almost like in a way I'm looking kind of in between the painted areas and actually in some of that quote unquote emptiness yeah. you know, where there isn't white paint, some of that is actually just as prominent, but yet I can't, in some ways I can't separate it, you know, from right. the painted areas. Right. And for me, that's kind of a thing, you know, I, I feel like I have to have every ounce of the, the canvas covered 
Um, and that's not necessarily always the case. Sometimes having that uh, contrast between um, a lot of stuff being done on there and then just having a lot of blank space um, is really appealing to the eye. Yeah. Is it, and do you, is, is there kind of a temptation sometimes to really want to cover as much of that as possible? Or I wonder sometimes if some of those empty spaces sometimes provide a little bit of, of uh, anxiety or tension in terms yeah. of, you know, you know, maybe feeling that urge to want to cover them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Cause once you cover them, they're kind of covered. Um, you yeah. can't really go back to just having that empty space. And so um, a lot of my abstract art um, was kind of based off a little bit of a Jackson Pollock. Um, he does a lot of just, I mean, crazy abstract art. And usually a lot of his pieces are completely just covered in, in what seems to be chaos um, to him, yeah. it's, but it seems to be chaos. Yeah. That's so interesting because that's what was almost like getting the sense. If you look at some of that kind of like, I know like with his grit paintings, for instance, yeah. that you got really got some very interesting in terms of the, the shapes of some of the, you know, some of the, uh, the, the more covered areas of paint. I'm sure there's some word for this. I just don't know what it is. But yeah, it's, it's interesting because now I'm thinking about a Pollock piece that I saw at the Denver Museum of Modern Art here about a year ago. And I, basically, as I'm looking at this, I'm seeing some of those. It's kind of interesting. Some of the, I guess it was dripping paint. You just had some interesting, almost like a directional, uh, there was kind of a directional sense to it or a directional feel to right. some, of the, some of the areas. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, with, with my, with my art, it's kind of, there's no really set, um, I guess, blueprint for it. Hmm. Uh, and you're not looking at anything. You're not, you're not basing it off of a picture or, you know, a figure or anything like that. So you kind of, kind of just go where it lands. And, um, the thing that I've always really loved about abstract art was there's not necessarily always a meaning to it. Um, everybody's kind of different in how they view it. Um, and I think Jackson Pollock has a, a quote about uh, a bed of flowers, um, hmm. just going there and just looking at it and enjoying it and not necessarily trying to pull your hair out, looking for some deep meaning, you know, yeah. I want people with my artwork is just to be able to see it and just, you know, feel peace about it and just kind of enjoy just looking at it and not have to think, you know, what does this mean? What is he trying to mean? Um, and so I think a lot of my, art um, moving forward is not going to necessarily have a title because um, I don't want people looking into the title too much and kind of lose a little bit of, of the piece, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I almost wonder too, is it possible to maybe overthink this to the point where somebody can get so wrapped up in, and, and not, and I guess I'll almost say here, there's like this balance. I mean, it's very interesting to hear your perspective, but yet I also realize I could do that to the point where I'm so, wrapped up in what your thoughts are about this and hearing your perspective that maybe I can't really see this myself anymore. I guess there is kind of a fine line with that. Yeah. And I think it's super fine with, with abstract art because it is just kind of unlike any other, um, any other art. And so it doesn't, you know, it's very subjective um, and, you know, beauty lies in the eye of the beholder. So it's kind of however you see it. Um, and I don't really like to put um, how I see it, out there necessarily because I don't want somebody uh, somebody's views of it you know mine you know mixing with theirs I want them to see it however they see it yeah I love that and then I guess lastly as we're kind of coming to a conclusion I would ask you as uh, as engaging in this process has it changed any 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 ways in which you think or not maybe I shouldn't even say think maybe even feel about life or just you know the experience of, of being you moving through life 
yeah, no, I think, I think life has its phases, just kind of like art has its phases. Um, and some of those phases aren't pretty. Um, some of them you don't like, um, kind of like this quarantine everybody's going through. It's not, it's not pretty. It's not something we want to do, but, um, it's something that we just kind of got to live with in the moment right now and then get through it and hopefully go back to, to normal. But, um, I think it does help with those ups and downs that life throws at you to kind of, um, just really understand them a little bit better and appreciate them and not have to have everything go perfect all the time. Yeah. And, I, and that's, I'm glad you brought that up too, because I did want to ask you as well. I know that we're in, you know, this very unique time in history, uh, you know, in terms of how this is affecting different people in different way, I guess there are some similarities with what people are experiencing, but I also realize everybody kind of, you know, comes at this at a from a little different vantage point. I would almost ask you too, you know, what this time has been like for you, not only as an artist, someone who's practicing art, but also maybe what this has been like for you personally, especially given the fact that I understand that you said you work in a hospital environment. Uh, it'd be yeah. very interesting to hear. And I realize that is, I guess the stakes are certainly higher, you know, in that kind of environment versus someone who just works in an office. So it definitely yeah. would be cool to, uh, to hear just any thoughts as far as what this has been like for you. Um, it's been way different. Um, with my job, I'm usually in one building. Um, I usually stay in that building for most of my day and then go home. And so, um, now I'm kind of getting to work all over the hospital and, uh, meet new people, um, be in different areas, kind of see just kind of the way everything works outside of my normal bubble. Um, and so that's been really interesting and it's something I've really enjoyed, um, doing. Um, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I mean, if I'm being super honest, the, the creative processes have kind of slowed down during this time. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of people would like to say that being at home a little bit more has kind of made their creative processes even, you know, higher. Uh, but for me, they've kind of slowed down a little bit. I've been um, struggling a little bit with um, just having that motivation and that, that creativity to develop something, which is kind of new for me as well they, they don't struggle with that as much yeah yeah are you, are you are you finding that it's getting i mean is it is it something that was was it a little surprising at first when you noticed that or you know yeah. just in terms of kind of wondering why that was or? yeah and it was kind of it was kind of sad to be honest because i wanted to be super um proactive and having a little bit more time to myself and um really you know do a whole lot and i think a lot of people are doing a little bit less than they really had hoped for but um, it's just, again, coming to terms with that and, um, just kind of enjoying the process. Yeah. It's interesting too, because I talk, I've talked to numerous people about this and it's interesting to hear these different perspectives. And I've even heard a few people that have, I've heard a lot of people who've expressed that, you know, what you're expressing. Uh, and I've certainly found that as well. I've also thought it's been interesting that I've heard some people who maybe for the first week, you know, week or so, maybe were kind of experiencing more, you know, feeling more productive, and then as this went on, you know, when it been, I think maybe that has to do, I'd have to think with the fact that maybe when we first, you know, this was so new and different and we really, you know, I can't, there again, I can't speak for everyone else, but I wonder if maybe once the reality set in that, you know, maybe we were going to be doing this for a while in terms of staying in, you know, at some point, I wonder if maybe it's affected people in ways that we can't really even express in words or, yeah. uh, or, or understand completely. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think for, for me personally, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, this may be, you know, a week or two and um, I'm going to enjoy this, just this couple weeks of um, something a little bit different. And the more and the more and the more it dragged on, you kind of, I don't know, you, I just slowed down a little bit and you're like, okay, well, I'm not quite sure when this is all going to be over with. So um, 
but you know, it's, it's definitely a very weird time right now. Yeah. And I was going to say, I've heard a couple of people that have expressed the perspective that maybe in there again, I realize everybody sees this in a little different way, but I thought it was kind of interesting to consider. I'm wondering if the, I've heard, I've heard the perspective that maybe we just, you know, in terms of creative processes right now with just what's going on and there's, there's so much that's unknown and that we can't control. Maybe this is just a time as humans, despite our expectations that we get more done or take advantage of this more time that we really just kind of have to rest a little more or just kind of be a little more still, you know, it is kind of, it is kind of interesting to think about that. Yeah. I think uh, it's called the human race for a reason. And I think everybody's <laughs> always rushing and rushing and rushing. And when you get this time to kind of slow down and you don't really have an excuse, um, you know, it's kind of, it kind of, it actually kind of gives you an excuse to not do a whole lot. Yeah. Um, for a lot of people, you need to take that time to, uh, to use it. I mean, just kind of enjoy your family, enjoy the people around you, enjoy having the time off and, um, just kind of get out of your everyday rush, rush, rush for a little bit and just kind of slow down and enjoy being slow and still, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's almost like I heard somebody say the other day, kind of like being versus doing. And I know that's, it doesn't, it doesn't come easy, does it? I know a lot of times we're, you know, we feel very comfortable doing and that and that's that same what seems to be what feels the most comfortable for a lot of us yeah yeah i heard somebody say that um people need to practice more being bored i mean give, <laughs> give, give yourself a couple minutes a day to just be bored and do nothing and um kind of get out of that rut of just going and doing and rushing all the time because at some point you need to take some of that time you know for yourself and self-care and um just kind of take it easy yeah, and it's and I heard someone. I was reading something the other day. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was along the lines. It was talking about like back, let's say, like in the eighteen hundreds or seventeen hundreds. You know, before we had anything electronic, that you know, life just moved at so much of a slower pace that they, they, it was kind of almost conjectured that you know people were probably really had more experience at being bored to a certain degree. That there was just you just that's just all you knew. And so maybe, you know, maybe they didn't even really, it kind of makes me wonder, did they really even consider that or you have a word for that, you know, or was that just something that's just the way life was? Yeah. I think that's probably just the way life was. And they, they took it with, you know, what came with it. And um, I think, I think I could get used to, you know, just, just slowing down a little bit. Um, Uh, Not expecting to be doing something all the time. Just, you know, just allow yourself to be bored. A little yeah, bit. I almost wonder if in a way that's kind of an art, you know, if, they, if that's kind of an art that we practice, you know. Yeah, it's def- definitely a mental mindset, you know, type of art. Um, yeah. To be able to do that and to be still and just be okay with it. Absolutely. Well, Drew, this has been great. I just, I appreciate you, you know, so much for taking the time and for, you know, being able to learn more about you and your process and, and just, you know, kind of how you look at this. So, and obviously I really celebrate you sharing your, you know, some of your work here with viewers and I uh, hope to have an opportunity in the future to be able to, uh, to see more of your work. And thank you so much for taking the time. It's been great. Thank you, Jeff. It's been awesome. I really do appreciate it. Certainly. Thank you. Thank you.